Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. This is Ryan from the future. I'm recording this September 27th, and this episode, believe it or not, was actually recorded on September 8th, shortly after 343's winter update roadmap reveal. And I wanted to add a few things that you will not hear in the episode because they hadn't happened yet. First thing is Bonnie Ross has left 343 Studios. She uh, worked with the studio for 15 years as a creative lead. And, um, I do wish her and her family the best because she did say that she was hoping to stay for the winter update, but she's leaving due to family, uh, reasonings. Um, I wish her and her family, nothing but the best. However, as I say in the podcast, I do think if something's not performing, we have to take a look at leadership and I am very happy about this change and the people we have now in their leadership positions, they split Bonnie Ross's role into three different positions. I think we are in very good hands. Uh, I do not think we're going to see a change in the next three months uh, to close out the year. I don't think we're going to you know, experience that change just yet. It's going to take a little bit longer. However, I'm very much looking forward to the future of Halo. Uh, this last weekend, we had the Halo Championship Series uh, finish up the majors in Florida. Shout out to Optic Gaming. They have won. Uh, it was a fantastic series. However, there was a world premiere to celebrate the Halo 3 15th anniversary. And that world rep- premiere was a unfinished pit remake in Forge. Uh, the Halo 3 map, The Pit, is a arena map. It's very, very popular and is a very great map. And I do think the new one looks fun and I can't wait to get my hands on it. However, I can't feel d- but disappointed that we didn't get the reveal of Narrow's Guardian and maybe Standoff or another big map for Big Team Battle. And then also a future release date on these maps. As it does say, they are a work in progress, so that was kind of their scapegoat for getting out of that. But I just can't but feel a little uh, let down by that. So I wanted to make sure this information got out as you were about to listen to an episode that was recorded almost a month ago now. And I hope all of you enjoy it. If you do enjoy it, please consider rating the show on Apple Podcasts. If you scroll all the way down, you can leave a rating. If you're listening to us on Spotify, you can follow the podcast and leave a rating behind. And you can follow me 
on TikTok at It Just Works Podcast and on Instagram at It Just Works Studios. Thank you, everyone, so much. I hope you all have a great day. Now, enjoy the rest of the episode. podcast i'm your host ryan and today we are going to be talking about this the current state of the halo franchise i consider myself to be a halo veteran practically a halo fanboy at this point i've made it pretty clear on this podcast the type of episodes i've made and just talking about the franchise as a whole in general conversation it's my favorite franchise of all time and well it's like neck and neck with pokemon but like halo really does a lot for me in terms of like Xbox Live, just the you know the you know the the couch co-op and you know LAN parties back in the day. Just it's done so much for me. You know, I would say socially as well though. Like I've met so many amazing people through Halo, and have have had so many ex- great experiences. Whether it be you know originally playing Halo One, you know couch co-op and the LAN parties to getting Xbox live and meeting people from that going to the MLG events in person in Anaheim and, and seeing those events, you know, when, when Halo three was at the top of its game and Halo reach, uh, there's just a lot about this franchise that means a lot to me, whether it be outside media, the collectibles, the, the games, of course, themselves, just, there's a massive array of things that make this game so special to me and, and, or these, these games and, the character master chief of course and obviously halo right now is not looking too good you know i would say it's a probably i don't know i would say the the master chief collection days are bad but halo infinite or i'm sorry halo 5 came out i th- believe a year later so mcc was 2014 and i believe uh, halo 5 was 2015 and so there was like a little bit of leverage there Whereas Halo Infinite right now has been out for a year coming uh, come November 15th in terms of the multiplayer. And we have like nothing to show for it. You know, when Halo 3 came out, we had the heroic map pack within the first two months, which added standoff, uh, foundry and rat's nest. And then, you know, Halo reach had stuff come out. Um, there's just, there's just a lot going on. And, and I think, I want to start off by saying, because there's a lot of people who, as I just did, really, but I did it as like a reference to what I'm about to say. Um, people really like to bring up, like you know, the 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 state of video games when they came out back in the day, like 2007, 2005. And while I don't disagree with them that we should still hold, a, you know, hold games and their their, um, you know, a game's launch to those standards, I think it's perfectly fine. But there's no question about it that the gaming industry as you know, as it was doesn't exist anymore. I, I believe I, I feel it's more corporate than ever. You know, I feel like video games, you know, were built more out of love and for the fans and the creators themselves rather than just trying to nickel and dime their fans instead, you know, as we've seen with microtransactions, NFTs, uh, 
game previews that just never come out of it. You know, you look at Star Citizen. Um, there, there's just so much about the games industry that, you know, is all about getting as much money from you as possible. And now we have games that don't die. They have live service games. So we have Destiny, Fortnite, Apex. Uh, granted, they're all on their own level of uh, live service. You know, Call of Duty Warzone. Um, there's just Valorant, you know, Counter-Strike. There's just... There's just um, there's a lot of those kind of games. And I think, I think it's fine, you know, for those games to exist in our industry today. However, I think Halo Infinite should not have been that game. And to my point is 343 had, you know, they were saying they were going to come out of their, you know, um, sketch was saying they're going to come out of the cocoon, you know, and they're going to finally reveal the rest of the year roadmap for us. You know, let us know what's coming to Halo Infinite to the rest of, you know, for the rest of 2022 and, you know, some things that are coming early 2023. So they cut split screen co-op. They say that they wanted to take those, you know, resources and uh, apply it to the live service, and you know, making sure, you know, co-op and Forge launch finally. Uh, even though it's a Forge beta, Forge does look really good. It looks like it's in a pretty good state to launch to the masses, I would say. And you know, even though my first experience with Halo ever in 2001, split screen on the campaign for Combat Evolved, I actually don't mind that they cut the the uh, split screen uh, campaign. The problem is not only is it a legacy feature that people are, you know, Halo is literally known for that. And it's obviously an important feature to some, Uh, I would, I would definitely argue with anyone. It's a fraction of motherfuckers out there, but it's still an important feature to some people. And the biggest thing about what everything about this is that they promised it after not delivering on that in Halo five and I think that's where I find an issue with the cutting of split screen. Cause once again, I don't even think I would, I mean, I might play campaign split screen, you know, who knows, but now it's officially not even coming. And I, and to make the matters worse, right. So going against their word yet again, by cutting this feature, it's, it was actually playable. People were able to access it and it ran for the most part pretty well for a quote unquote unofficial feature because it wasn't released yet to the masses and i don't know i don't think to the masses is something i'm going to keep saying in the podcast but you know i have my quirks we'll see what happens um so that's where i take issue to that is that they went against their word it clearly works um you know it needs to probably be fine-tuned for the best performance possible but i just think it's utter bullshit you know i i think it sucks for all those fans who really wanted it and now that like it's come out, you know, people have made videos of it working, going against their word. So that's that was the first issue of this video that they released, where it's like a 20 minute video of them explaining that re- the rest of the year for Halo Infinite, and like I said, early 2023. So Joseph Staten, who is our Lord and Savior, I do think this man is still crucial to the Halo franchise, uh, most notably known for um, uh, excuse me, I had to look at a text. And, uh, you know, I just think that it's, it's a travesty that Halo is in the state it's in, you know, I'm going to beat it, beating a dead horse here. You know, if any of you keep up with like news outlets or YouTube, you've definitely heard someone say this, but I'm going to say it too, for anyone who may not know, 
or may have forgotten because things have changed, you know, times have changed, but like master chief and halo were like flagship for Microsoft and Xbox and their gaming division. Halo built Xbox halo two built Xbox live and the online shooter genre, you know, it is one of the founding fathers of that, you know, and I just think it's a shame that, you know, a franchise that's truly beloved by so many fans, even fans who haven't even fucking played the game. They just know the fun that you can have with it, uh, are still, you know, they're upset for us, you know? And I would say the same thing to like God of War fans or, uh, uncharted fans, you know, any, or last of us, which I was for last of us two fans. You know, I, I think it's crazy that Joel got killed, but whatever. Um, that's another thing. Uh, you know, I just, I just cannot believe how, mistreated this franchise has been and one of the things that has come out uh through marty o'donnell before he got canceled again or whatever legally legally canceled again uh he had this thing on discord where he would call people to the big stage is what he would call it and he had steve downs and jen taylor so the voice of master chief and cortana on the big stage it was fucking awesome he basically talked to them for like an hour hour or two and basically they revealed that they weren't even called to voice their characters again for halo four until later in development, not later in development, just later when they move forward with the project that three, four, three was really gung ho about like taking halo and doing their own thing with it. And I think, I think just like the star Wars movies and maybe some other properties out there that, you know, people, you know, can let me know about if I didn't mention it or don't know about it. You know, when you're, when you're the custodian of a franchise, yes, you want to be creative. You want to create your own story in this beautiful world. I just think if you're given the keys to the kingdom and that starts with the main franchise, you know, Halo Master Chief himself, I don't think you should change what's already been set in stone. I don't think you should steer the car a different way you know so many people are used to chief doing this or being that and uh you know the the world around them and the art style definitely i would say the art style more than anything and maybe some of the gameplay elements because they brought back equipment from reach which i like equipment but it definitely with halo infinite coming out and obviously halo 3 bringing it to the table it needs to be a pickup it cannot be a loadout but the art style is completely different for Halo 4 as opposed to Reach and 3. And I cannot stand it for the life of me. Um, I really put up with it. Because I think for the most part, I don't know about like a narrative, like a writer's standpoint on what you would rate it. But I would say that the Halo 4 campaign is very enjoyable. And then the multiplayer was what they ruined. And this is all leading up to something about 343's history, by the way. Um, they did handle Combat Evolved Anniversary well for the time period. Like, I thought it was a decent remake at the time. Looking back at it, I do think someone else could have done it better. There's actually a mod right now where someone's completely making Combat Evolved in Halo 3's engine. And it looks fucking amazing. <laughs> um, you know, they did Halo Reach Anniversary well. They brought back some Halo Combat Evolved DLC maps. They brought back, like fucking headlong from halo 2 and it looks better than ever they also brought anniversary game modes which made the halo reach p- 
pistol work remotely like a little brother version of the halo one magnum and i think that they did a really fucking killer job with like the halo one firefight map which is basically off the second campaign mission uh halo there there is things that 343 has done right across the board with all these games the problem is there's always something they're doing wrong there's always like a chunk of it they're doing wrong halo 5 the campaign was a fucking disaster i fucking hate that campaign god damn i hate it and it's just it's fucking terrible and Warzone was a great addition, but it's fucking ruined by pay-to-win uh, card packs. You could buy them, and I wasted so much fucking money. I easily wasted like $600 on microtransactions, maybe more. And I didn't feel like I was playing pay-to-win. I, didn't, I wasn't buying it. I was buying it for the cosmetics because everything was locked behind these packs. Like You had to open these packs through in-game currency, which was horrible to earn, or you just bought the gold packs and or, you know, silver bronze gold and you could get the armor pieces that you wanted i had like this weird thing about collecting them all and i wanted them all and you can also earn cards for Warzone, which is like powered up br battle rifles or like the halo 2 battle rifle that they added later on which is super overpowered not overpowered but it's easy to get and once you get it you're fucking people up especially if they don't have it and then like uh snipers that do explosive rounds like norn fang it's a heroic or it's like a mythic sniper rifle from uh kelly and just certain vehicles that are amped up and shit like the oni scorpion it can take a ton of damage but it dishes out serious damage you can spawn kill people if you have the phaeton the phaeton was a forerunner aircraft and you can fuck people up with that vehicle and i had it when people didn't really know how to fight against it or they didn't have the cards to fight against it and i would just slaughter people and it's just like it was pay to win to an extent it's pay to win and it got even worse because you can go in there with a party of 12 people and all of you have the cards and someone else doesn't on the other team or a few people don't they're fucked like there's nothing they're gonna do a regular rocket launcher does nothing in that game mode so i just feel like you know the exclusion of big team battle the disgusting looking forge palette itself it just there's things that halo or three four three's done right and there's things that they've done really wrong mcc was terribly handled at the beginning i also think that's on a corporate level though they pushed that fucking game out and it wasn't ready and you know what the the return the triumphant return of that game is out of this fucking world so to my point i think the higher ups at 343 and microsoft and xbox need to have a fucking conversation i don't think anyone should get fired you know because that was a thing going around too, like hashtag fire three four three and like bonnie ross and frank o'connor i don't think anyone should lose their job i think we need to stop making promises we need to move these people around clearly someone's job is not getting done right okay <laughs> in any other industry if you're not doing your job if you're not if your performance does not meet the company standards some people let you go some people find another area of opportunity for you. I think this needs to happen at 343. We need to stop fucking trying to milk this franchise. If you just make a good Halo game, I don't think Forge has to come out at launch. If you see Halo Infinite's Forge as opposed to Halo 5, it's a fucking night and day difference. It's mind-blowing. So, I don't think anyone should get fired. You know, people have lives to fucking live. They got to pay their bills. I mean, on the grand scheme of things, the game still works. It just is, it's lacking hardcore. 
uh, I want to see some change. And this roadmap is awful. So back to the whole point, I kind of took a while to get there. So I apologize, but this roadmap, it comes out November 8th. So now November 8th, we have online co-op, online network co-op mission replay, which I would like to say real quick. I did it in the insider program. I played the co-op. It was fun. Uh, mission replay though was really fucking fun. So mission replay, even the bases, uh, I don't know if it's outposts, but a lot of the small like bosses and out or uh, bases strongholds, you can replay those. You can replay the actual campaign missions and you can replay some of the side missions, the side quests. And I think that's fucking awesome because like, what if you're like, Oh, well, what if I had these Marines or what if I had this or that? And I stormed the base this way. I don't know. It just gives you that area of replayability. And I think that's very crucial for halo especially with a campaign that is extremely replayable. It just needs a little bit more to it. Like campaign challenges from Halo reach and MCC. I don't know why that's not a thing in this game. I don't know why the challenge system just doesn't mimic MCC. Cause they fucking figured it out to a T in my opinion with season challenges, weekly challenges, daily. Ch- I, I don't think there's any daily challenges. I think they're all weekly, but either way there's PVE exclusive challenges. So it'd be firefighter campaign or both. And I just think, I just, I cannot believe we're missing the mark here. So you got mission replayability in November 8th. Just to move along. You got forge, the forge beta, a 30 tier battle pass of like halo reach items and other items that have been cut from the game so far, uh, that we are expecting detachment and Argyle, which are two, three, four, three industries made forge maps that do look fucking amazing and show the true power of forge. And in my opinion, uh, match XP beta. <laughs> We're having a beta for fucking earning match XP based on performance, which just should have been in the game at launch. But here we, you know, we're beating a dead horse there. There's a January event called Joint Fire. There's quality of life improvements in, uh, expected, you know, drop pods. There's a December event called Winter Contingency 2, which is the second holiday event, you know, Christmas. Hopefully it's got better. Hopefully it's got better customization items. I just felt like last year was so fucking disgusting and lackluster. A new game mode called Covert <laughs> One Flag, which I just I I think is so fucking stupid. And it might be a really fun game mode. I'm not denying that. I love One Flag. So basically the attackers spawn with uh uh plasma pistols and grapple hooks, infinite grapple hook and something else oh my god um i apologize i just completely forgot and the defenders have or no 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 so the attackers have infinite camo i think commando rifles or no oh uh plasma carbines and sidekicks and then the defending team has infinite scan or uh, threat sensors and then swords and commandos something like that why is this something we're parading around like it's a brand new game mode that's going to change everything is fucking beyond me and and i think that's what bothers me because infection so there's no halloween event we're not getting infection and i i think that's fucking stupid i i that bothers the hell out of me i just can't believe it but we're going to move on from that because i think i'm just going to be beating a dead horse so that's the rest of the year and that's until march 7th of 2023 now, these little events that they have, 
I will admit, I think are fun because they typically come with like a game mode or some type of something. I don't know. They haven't, they didn't say it for these two events that there's going to be like a special game mode, but typically there is, hopefully there is this time around as well. I think it's fine. My issue is I just need to see it. I'm tired of talking. I'm tired of, I I appreciate how transparent they're being. I, I do need to say that. However, I'm tired of the words. There needs to be action. We need it. We need to fucking see the proof. And I swear to God, if co-op mission replay and forge gets delayed again on November 8th, I'm going to be so fucking pissed. Like just, just if they, they, this is their last chance. I think, I think they don't even make it to season three. If forge gets delayed again. Well, I mean, they're going to make it, but I just think like all hope is lost. If November 8th, you know, that, that content, that this update that they, they're kind of, you know, getting ready to ship out. If it does not come out November 8th with this, what they say it's going to come with right here. I think we're fucked. I think we're so fucked. And I just think it's sad. And to that effect, I think, um, I think to that effect, you know, season three's content could have just been in this update too. So it's the bandit rifle, which is a different version of a DMR. It looks just like a DMR, but it kind of functions just slightly differently. Uh, it looks fucking incredible. I cannot wait to get my hands on it. I just think it's a weapon like this, that's already functional, you know, hacker or modders have already figured it out. Like they're already playing with a goddamn gun. And it seems fine enough for me. The shroud screen, which is a new equipment, that's also been playable in fucking the modders, you know, what the modders have found. But anyway, season three is Echoes Within. It starts March 7th, 2023 and ends June 27th. Once again, this is all just a roadmap, fucking image, and words. I need to see it for myself that we're going to have a three-month season because it, it fucking needs to happen. We're going to have two new original maps for arena and big team battle and they do look good and i like what, the way they described them we're gonna have a new 100 tier battle pass the custom game browser in-game reporting which i do think is important but not enough to like flaunt <laughs> in my opinion besides like the day of the update a new narrative event i'm scared but we'll see how that goes it's called echoes within like i said uh forge beta updates i'm sure they will continue to pump out updates for forge two new game modes vip which hasn't been around i don't think since halo reach but someone can correct me if i'm wrong uh i do like vip so i'm curious to see how that plays out escalation which is basically gun game um you get a kill and then they give you a new gun i just think we could have done infection or rocket race or, or your race in general instead but whatever uh quality of life drop pods still and then the new fracture event whatever that may be which i'm excited about too i just think like half of that content like the new gun i think the bandit rifle i think the shroud screen should come out now um i think custom games games browser should be slated for like february or something i i, I don't know i just this isn't looking good and the, i think the reason why i'm not too mad about it right now i guess is like i'm a, i'm a f- huge fan of this game like this is a lot for me like me personally like i'm happy sort of we're missing a lot i don't fucking know how to explain it i just think for the general audience which is what they're trying to tackle it's this is nothing this is truly nothing for them especially when fortnite is popping out seasons like it's nothing destiny's pushing out content apex is starting to push out content more frequently 
Um, they've got a down pat, I would say, you know, war zones out there. Modern warfare two comes out in November. Like, I think it's time for three, four, three to stop trying to broaden the fan base. And I'm not saying you should cater to just halo fans. Um, you know, like the hardcore halo fans, you should want to tackle and introduce this game to a general audience. I don't disagree with that at all. But at this point, the only fucking people playing your game anymore are halo fans. So it'd be nice to just get taken care of on a game at launch and then, you know, maybe explore some ideas that can maybe grab everyone if they, if the game itself didn't grab them, which if the game itself didn't grab them, then that's not, you know, your fault. If you launch a complete, you know, package, a premium game, not this free to play or live service bullshit. But, uh, I just think it's sad to see such a juggernaut like this go downhill. Um, the week that th- all of this happened, so it's about a week and a half ago now, uh, The com- just reading the community's comments, seeing all the YouTube videos, just being such a passionate fan like myself. Obviously, I got this podcast. Like I talk about video games when I can because uh, I just haven't been playing them as much lately. You know, I just... It's fucking heartbreaking, to be completely honest, because, like, having grown up with these games and, like I said, meeting people online and just those social arenas, you know, for or custom games lobbies, you know, just just so many amazing memories that are behind this. And the thing that bothers me about this, because some some IPs can get laid dormant, you know, some stories can end. My issue is the the halo universe has so much to offer people out there, whether it be uh, a, a flood survival horror game where you're playing as an ODST or something or an, a new ODST game itself, halo ODST, uh, halo wars three or an RPG, maybe an open world RPG. There's so much that this franchise can fucking do. It bothers me that they don't. And I think, I think three, four, three can still make halos. You know, I feel, I still think they're important to halo. I just think it's time to also let other studios dip their hand in this franchise. Cause I think something beautiful can happen. Let creative assembly make halo Wars three. I want to see what red teams up to. I want to see what they do with red team. You know, those are amazing characters on the spirit of fire. You know, I'd love to see that storyline continued. And, uh, I just, I just think it's sad, you know? Um, because I, I think Halo Infinite's campaign is fucking great. Uh, do I agree with people that maybe making a campaign based off one mission from Halo 1, like that was your sole inspiration? Uh, I think that's a little dumb considering like Assault on the Control Room, Silent Cartographer, the pil- the Maw, you know, Pillar of Autumn, you know, at the very end of the game. There's so many biomes that you could have like explored as well. I do understand that critique and I agree with it 100%. But the core gameplay, the core story of this game, the cosmetics, you know, I think we need cross core. We need to keep improving on that as soon as possible. But the general armor, the art style, the sound effects, the music, the things that brought me to love Halo are in this game. The problem is the content isn't there to make me want to stay forever and play this every day, which is what a live service game is. They're trying to keep you in and play their game over other games. And I, I just... I just think it's uh, extremely unfortunate and I feel bad for so many people out there who are expecting a lot more from this game. Cause just cause I love the campaign doesn't mean everyone else is going to go and play it or, you know, whatever it may be. I just, I personally think for an FPS, they have killed it with this gameplay. And I think that they've nailed the foundation of this game. It's just such a shame that it's such a shallow foundation. 
So uh, I wish I was a little bit happier this episode, but I think, you know, giving it a week and a half to really think about Halo and um, I hope someone gets something from this. Uh, if you have any questions or any feedback or things you want to add to this episode, please reach out to me on Instagram at, at it just works studios. And I'd love to hear what you guys think of this and please leave a, a rating on the show. If you scroll down on Apple podcasts, you can leave a rating. There should be a rating system. If you're listening to us on Spotify, please hit that follow button and leave a rating. Either way, I appreciate you guys so much for listening to this show. And I hope you have a fantastic day. I'll see you on the next one. Bye. your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker. 
engineering your success.